Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. They're your grievances, that means they're important grievances. And I I just want to say thank you. Thank you for telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears about the lounge. That's a gift you've given them, right? This is a safe space for you to complain, for you to listen to complaints, for you to take your brain and put it on the shelf every Thursday and to keep sending your luxury lounge complaints. Title them Luxury Lounge and then tell us a little bit about what they're about, like Luxury Lounge dash baratada. Luxury Lounge dash baratada. You get it. And then. You send them to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We're here every Thursday. I want to get right into it. Um, again, there's so many announcements to have. I, I'm gonna. Be, I'm doing shows, if you're listening right now. I'm going to be in Newark, New Jersey. I'm going to be in Madison, Wisconsin, Tampa, La Jolla, Huntsville, Nashville, Dayton, Albany. Jaredfree.com for tickets. I've, I was just in Denver. Um, we're taping this after the Denver shows. Thank you to everyone in Denver that came. Unbelievable shows. Just the the energy was palpable, as they say. It was just a great time, so much fun. People brought their friends. That's what it's all about. Like you know, listen, I'm 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 in this this weird vague zone of like you come to the show and then you bring a friend and then you you know and the friend goes, who's this? And you're like, yeah, he complains about stuff. He likes charcuterie. I don't know. He yells at the bachelor. I get it, but I'm there for you. I you gotta trust me. Bring the friends. We'll make it happen. Bring the haas, people. Um, otherwise, keep sending your luxury lounge complaints. I'm very excited about today's guest, hilarious comic, Rob Hayes. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Dude, it's a pleasure. One thing I love is complaining. Yes. That's like a pastime of mine. It, 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 it is like a verbal dump. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you know, you can take a nice dump, you go to the bathroom, you go, whoo, I, I feel good after this. Yeah, yeah. It's, it shouldn't feel as good as it does. Right? We should be more, like, well, that's kind of what got this podcast started like i was doing j train podcast and it was great we get the emails we give advice and then Mm -hmm. there was a part of the pandemic and where complaining was almost looked down upon where you couldn't complain about anything that wasn't the most serious Mm -hmm. complaint because everyone was going through something serious at the same time and everyone had their levels of serious everyone had their level of dealing with the pandemic you know some people you know, putting on a mask was the worst thing that could ever happen to them. And some people lost a relative, you know, like, yeah, you know, like, yeah. so There's it's different level. It is hard. Um, it is. We get that. It is hard to, you know, and then during that time, you'd have these these moments of like, OK, well, I want to complain about that, that my oven sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? Like no contact delivery. Remember that? Remember when oh people just leave stuff at the at your door and play <laughs> door knocker ditch and run away? Yes. Yeah. And then, I mean those those like I mean, and then you have to like like open the door and like make sure they were gone first. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it, and it was just this awkward time in history. Yeah. Where you would be talking amongst friends and you didn't know who in that group was going to be the one that go. You know, there's bigger issues. Yeah. There was always that person. There's always that person. There's always that, you know, and it, what's 
sucks is there's been bigger issues our whole lives. Yes. <laughs> like that's that's the thing. Like yeah. there's always been bigger issues. It's just now it's like, hey, you know, lay off of it. Well, but, now it's easy. Yeah. N- now it's easy. Like you know, before if you went, you you could go bigger issues the rest of your life. Yeah. You know, the, the, the bigger issues are never going away. Yeah. You know, the idea that we have to deal, and I think you know the internet plays into this. We're more aware. You know, you open up Twitter, like, I'll, you open up Twitter and you go. I don't know how these news stories, how, how am I finding out about the horrors of the world and which Kardashian is dating who? Mm-hmm. Like in a mm-hmm. row. And you go, I, I don't think it's good for your brain. I don't think this is what it should have been about. It's like who started baggy shorts is right next to like the most horrible atrocity you've ever seen. <laughs> who started the inventor of baggy shorts? It was an argument on Twitter I saw. It got really? heated over who started baggy shorts. Who, yeah. who was the who was it between? Between Michael Jordan, the Fab Five, and then just random dudes from the eighties who had the wrong <laughs> size shorts. It was crazy there's someone sitting you know sitting in their living room going i'm the baggy shorts yeah, guy yeah 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 <laughs> or i know the baggy shorts guy you, i got pictures yeah yeah i i know and he knew jordan <laughs> in high school yeah that that is and those debates happen and then they get personal they get personal real fast i actually think that i i thought about this a lot lately there's the internet, I don't know how we haven't learned at this point that the internet is not where it's going to get figured out. No. It's weird because it does give a voice to people who didn't have a voice. Yes. But it also gives a voice to people who shouldn't have a voice. Yes. Both at, are true. At the same time. Yes. So there's like, oh, man, I didn't know that perspective. That's great. <laughs> yeah. You know, like when there were three channels on TV, we wouldn't have heard from that person. Yes. But then there's also plenty of people that are like, yeah, you shouldn't have microphones. <laughs> you wouldn't have had a typewriter. In the yeah. typewriter era, you wouldn't have had one. No. If someone else was going to speak for you. Yeah. And you'd be like, that's what I mean. Yes. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but a lot of people don't know that they're, they're a that's what I mean person. Mm-hmm. They, mm-hmm. There's background people. Yeah. You know, like, you know, yeah. you, you need those people. We you need those people. Because I was thinking about it. Um I saw so there was like a meme. You know who has like choose your best five? Mm-hmm. Or it's like choose the best of this category. There was a meme that was like choose the best pickle. Okay? I love a pickle. Yo, you like I pickles? I do. I didn't know there were other genres of pickles. Okay. <laughs> I just thought they like killed them at different parts of their lives. That's what it is. Okay. It's different. You're right. Different versions of pickles are just different um like marination points. Yeah. So there's half sour, there's full sour, there's, you know, but then they have like, so they, I'm a half sour guy. Okay. I like when it's more cucumber than pickle. Okay. okay. That's my favorite type of pickle. Okay. Now, they had this thing of like, what's your, you know, put these in order. You know, you know when they do that on the internet, you mm-hmm, see that all the time mm-hmm, with different things. Mm-hmm. So they put, <laughs> so I wrote, the only, you know, like I do the, you know, the joke that I put out there was like, there's only one answer. You know, that joke where you're mm-hmm. like, you know, there's one answer. Any other answer is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Someone wrote in, I had a couple people. They're like, what about a gherkin? Gherkin is that little mini pickle that comes on like a charcuterie board. Okay. Okay. The idea that someone includes that in the pickle discussion to me was like offensive. It's, it's included if you're naming pickles. 
Yes. For sure. If, if, you're if in, you got a list as many pickles as you can, yes. that's when gherkin comes up. But it, Thank it's you, Rob not Hayes. ranking. You know, Rob, you nailed it. So you're right. Yeah. You're right. It is that is a break in case of emergency pickle. Yeah. I mean, maybe if I'm Stuart Little, that's my favorite pickle Thank because you. that's like the one that's my size. <laughs> yes. You know, but But to come into this debate and be like and I notice it in myself. Like I, I have to. If I'm feeling something, then you're feeling something within ten percent. I mm-hmm. think most people. So, it, it, I was thinking like internet conversations. The fact that I was so angry that someone even said the word, like someone said gherkin, and I was like, I don't even. Ha- do we live on the same planet? Like I, you know what I mean? And, and I think you know now relate that to like real discussions. Mm-hmm. You know, baggy mm-hmm. shorts is one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like gherkin is another thing. We should. This is how angry I'm getting about a pickle. The gherkin guy is the person that knows they have a unique take. Like they're doing yes. that for a reaction. Like that's the troll response. So yes. they're like, okay, if I'm the first person to bring gherkin in this conversation, yeah. people will engage with me. Yes. It's a cry for help. It is a cry for help. You know, you saw it during the Will Smith thing. I I, I posted a meme about, you know, Will Smith slaps uh, Chris Rock, and then I posted a meme of, you know, like Chris Rock was tequila and I'm Will Smith at six in the morning. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Mm -hmm. stupid meme. Someone someone writes in, violence is never funny. And you're like, okay, okay, Gherkin. Like, you know, I I, I don't know what to do. Write a letter to the Bugs Bunny people. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know, like, the what inventor. are you talking about? <laughs> In what world? Yeah. It's, it, and it's like, it, it is why this podcast exists. Okay. We can sit here. The doors close. We have, we're here in the studio amongst all the kumquats. And Rob Hayes is here. Everyone go follow Rob. So funny. At Rob Hayes. You have a show coming out. Okay. Mm-hmm. It is called Sherman's Showcase. It's going to be on AMC in the fall. Everyone needs to follow Rob now so that you can get all the updates of when mm-hmm. it comes out. Sherman Showcase. Explain Sherman Showcase. Okay. It's on AMC. We discussed it. We've moved up from IFC to AMC. Yeah, so it was on IFC. Now it's on AMC. Mm. So that's another tier of cable. Yes, you've, you know? you've made it. <laughs> yeah, so like AMC you might have in a hotel room. Yes, that's you know? a big deal. Like to me, that's that's the top level of cable. Yeah. When you're like with the ESPNs. Yes. You know, your, your food news network. channels, yeah. food network. AMC, we right there, you know. I mean, Mario Lopez is the top of cable because he's think, in every hotel room. How much money do you think that awards Slater? Like, what? I don't even think it's about the first check or, like, one check. Yeah. It's all the different checks. So he's getting checks from every hotel company. Either he's getting checks from every hotel company or he's got, like, some deal with Access Hollywood that every time that gets old, he's mm. got to do a new one. Dude. And so then he's got to get paid again. You live in L.A. Mm-hmm. You do a lot of TV writing. Mm-hmm. The, I don't think anyone even understands what the money situation is in that world. Like, no. The way you're talking about Mario Lopez, I understand like, well, you, like, you know, you, how that deal works. It's like, you know, we see commercials on TV and we know that like some commercials someone gets paid every time it gets shown. Yeah, yeah. And then some commercials that got paid once... Mm-hmm. And then never again. And if it's a hit, and it, like after a certain point, they got it worked out where you get stupid bucks. It was, for the commercials. Yeah, for the commercials. Yes. So like, if people continue to want to see a commercial, then they'll pay you crazy amounts of money. It is. It, but that world, it is interesting. The, like, 
the the disconnect between the person who watches TV. Mm-hmm. Like I always think about like Seinfeld. We all know Seinfeld's rich, but what yeah. people don't really realize is that every NBC local station that has Seinfeld on at seven o'clock mm-hmm. is paying Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah, yeah. You know, so like the Long Island one, the the Manhattan mm-hmm, one, the Rockland mm-hmm. County one, the you know Westchester one, all of those are paying him. Yeah. Meanwhile, he's on Netflix, getting paid again, getting paid again. <laughs> so you know, whether you have an antenna, whether you're using, however you're using your television, you're paying Seinfeld. Everything you do pays Jerry mm-hmm. Seinfeld. Every time you use your credit card he gets 10 cents he's getting a white pair of nikes every time (laughs) that's right so rob you have a show sherman's showcase yes and so it's a sketch show yes it's a sketch show uh diallo riddle and bashir salahuddin they both created this uh show it's kind of like soul train okay but it's a parody everything is a joke so Soul Train, you gotta explain Soul Train. So Soul Train is uh, is a <laughs> show that uh, was in the seventies and lasted all the way to the two thousands, and it was a music showcase show. And they would just uh, the way I know Soul Train without knowing it. Like if if someone's like Soul Train, I would just think of people dancing on stage. So yeah, there was it was part dance show, but yeah. then also they would have music performances, and um, so what we did was make fake songs mm. and we have like this dance party show but everything is a joke so the commercials the the, oh, that's the songs you know like the intros like what they're promoting the movie clips like everything is up so, for grabs so you're in soul train world in and then a everything like world and everything's a joke and it's throughout different periods so some episodes in the 70s some's in the oh, 80s that's cool. some's in the 90s it's incredible do you get to go on it you wrote for it mm-hmm. you're on it yes so um the first season i played like morris day from morris day in the time okay. and um we did a black history month special and i was uh terrence howard so different you know i get to be different celebrities yeah. throughout time um but then also uh this time i get to do some music performances so do you sing no <laughs> i don't i don't even, that makes I'm it doing, even better i'm doing some rapping but I'm, yeah. I'm i wouldn't call myself a rapper either you're not there yet yeah yeah no <laughs> But well, listen, everyone, go watch Sherman Showcase. This sounds great. AMC, we've moved up. We're on the we're in the cable. Mm-hmm. We're in the hotels. Mm-hmm. Sherman, we're in the I, hotels. You know what I do in hotels? I put on Food Network. Okay, and if it's like a um, if it's like a diners, drive-ins, and dives marathon, if they ever get on a place where I'm at, I have to go. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so if I see if I'm sitting in. Richmond, Virginia, and they're like, "We're here in Richmond." I'm like, "I got have to go." It's I have like to a, go a there. Food yeah. Network Roulette. That's okay. My, that's my okay. Game. Everyone, go follow Rob at Rob Hayes. Uh, we're gonna do some complaining. You ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay, I'll complain. Let me do my complaint first. Hit the music. I do a little singing myself. Okay. Yeah. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues too. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? 
I didn't take you for a jazz guy. I'm big. It was a big little, the jazz little jazzy in the back. Right? Know? Had yeah, a little, you yeah, know, you could yeah. sit and chill to that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my complaint today is, Rob, you have facial hair. Not like I would like. This is this is exactly <laughs> you. Thank you, thank you, Rob Hayes. This is this. Here's the thing about male facial hair. Mm-hmm. We, it is something. I love the way you just respond. Not the way you would like. Yeah. Like if you could have your perfect facial hair, what would you have? I w- I would love to see what a beard would look like if I could do that. I really wish I could get this. To cooperate. Okay. This Th- right here. Thank you. I have the same issue. So I I, I don't see it. You so look you like you got it. So I got it. Okay. <laughs> I we all want what we I don't got the have. same issue, I, but you know, not, I mean, as, not really. Not as much. <laughs> I can see the spot you're talking about. Yeah. Ex- yeah. I see exactly. Yeah, no, okay. I see I, where you want the hair. It's not by plan. I hate when people make fun of it. Because it's like, yo, I'm not in control. There's nothing I can do. If I was in control, you know. I would have it, crazy beard. I this is I don't think women understand this. No, and it's always women that make comments, and they mm-hmm. think women are so that you can't make a comment on a woman's body. You, you we're very careful. Yeah, we are very you know nice guys. I'm I, listen when guys want to be mean, they'll be mean. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and say you know all these guys are angels and we're not making comments on women's bodies. Men are making comments on women's bodies all the time. It's horrific. I get it, but. For the guys that are trying, mm-hmm. we are aware. We the comment has you look beautiful, you look wonderful, love your dress. You know the we know to stay within the lanes of society. Mm-hmm. I don't think women are as prepped to do that coming back at us. Yeah. So when they give a compliment, sometimes it comes off in this passive aggressive way of like they could they're just. They're free and easy with these compliments, mm-hmm. and they end up missing the mark. I see what happens with my beard is I can't connect here, right at the corners of my lips. Okay, the mustache comes in quicker than the rest of the beard. I got you. So I have people. So this weekend I'm in Denver. This woman writes me a message. By the way, love the mustache. I'm not growing a mustache. Okay. This okay. is uh, this is just my face, mm-hmm. and now I'm sitting there being like, "Do I have a like?" What what bothers me is like, if I'm growing a mustache, you'll fucking know. Yeah, I'm growing a mustache. Yeah, you will. There will be no question. Mm-hmm. It's the idea that you're gonna take this chance on a compliment that doesn't even really exist. Yeah, you know, like I, if I'm growing a mustache, it's a wispy. I will be curling it at the end mm-hmm. like I'm a villain in a black and white movie. So the idea that you're just gonna like take a shot, yeah, because really it, bothers me. It's not really a compliment. It's no. really saying I see something. Mm. I see it. Yes, that's what that's what that is saying. That's right? not saying like, oh, I like your mustache, blah blah blah, because it's not even established. That's what's going on. Well, it, you're right. It's the same thing as going, hey, I really love that pimple you're going for. Yeah, it's like n- what. <laughs> No, I wasn't going for a no, pimple look. It happened. It happened. Mm-hmm. And it drives me crazy because this happens all the time because, again, darker mustache before the rest of the beard. I'm always, when I'm shaving, I'm timing this thing. Mm-hmm. I'm shaving the mustache first so that I have a beard with everything else and then I get mm-hmm. self-conscious and someone's going to say, what are we going for, a beard, no mustache look? You know, like, 
I'm always trying to figure out the timing of mustache to the rest of the beard. Wow. I Because I can't, like, do the beard, mm. like, the sides, I had no clue that that was even a part of the process. Yes. Yes, because, you, you know, you... And just like you said, you're like, I would like to. Yeah. If I if I had what you had, mm. I'm thinking Life is easy. Life is easy. Yeah. Yeah. No, everyone's got problems. That's that's wild. And on the top on the topic of everyone has problems. Let's go to Rob's complaint. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Rob, who is that singing? Is that Ed Sheeran? That, that, oh, that's you! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I gave the that. same guy that sang the other that? same guy. Oh man, Ed, I, Ed, and I go way back. Gave him a few tips. Okay, but. okay. <laughs> um, my complaint: me being visiting New York, I have to complain about the treatment that I get from doormen. Mm. I have PTSD. Uh, doormen never trust that I'm supposed to be there now They're, go on yeah they always assume that i'm a delivery person this is crazy no book bag empty-handed still could possibly have something i'm delivering in my pockets <laughs> so you could walk up to a doorman mm-hmm. nothing in your hand w- Maybe Not my ID in my hand. You like, your hey, ID. Hey, hey I'm, I'm here to visit. Blah, blah, blah. I just love the idea <laughs> that the doorman looks and goes, you delivered an ID today? Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, I man. mean, this is, this is racist, right? Anytime I would go to see my agent, and I have, uh, it's terrible because I, um, I have a stage name. Mm. So uh, I'll, I'll go to oh. see my agent and then they'll, they never like want to talk to me. I'll be like, because I'll explain it. Like, hey, I'm probably on the list. At, yes. You know, you go to audition and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm, hey, I'm on the list as, as so-and-so. They, I, let me see the ID. Then they. They stop you they even stop before me. the explanation. Yeah, because these door people, I mean, they have an ounce of power. Sure. And they bathe in that ounce. Yeah. I mean, they take that ounce and they wipe it all over their body, and they're going to get everything out of that ounce that they can, just generally. Mm-hmm. The idea that you walk up to someone at a building where, if I'm going to be realistic, they work for you at that point. You know, yeah. If you're, they're there you, for my security. If some, if I'm in there, you know, in a meeting or doing something, yeah. and something happens to me, yeah. they're gonna be in trouble. Exactly. So they are your worker at this point, and mm-hmm. so now you get to the building and you go, "Hey, uh, I'm here for ID." Like yeah. that's such a douchey way to greet somebody. Oh man, if you well, I think part of it is like like some some of these places are. Places that crazy people would show up and just think they can make stuff happen. So especially so in an agency, like like you go to a Viacom mm-hmm. building, you know they got probably 
tons of people that walk in and like, I'm going I'm to just get on MTV. I'm going <laughs> to just go and meet the people, yes. you know, no appointment, no nothing. Just show up. The and, children of boomers who yeah. told them, just bring your resume. Just go make it happen. Go make it <laughs> you ever You ever hear like how like people wrote on like Dick Van Dyke it, and stuff? It and is they the most just, bothersome. I wrote a letter asking how to be a writer and they were like, you're on the staff. You're in. <laughs> That's that's like every Smothers Brothers writer. Yeah. Like, I think that's like, uh, what's his name? Who's the guy that wrote on the Smothers Brothers? He's like a big time. Uh, Steve Martin? Steve, Maybe Steve Martin, but it was also. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. Who's that guy? That yeah. <laughs> Who's that semi-famous guy? Yeah. Steve Martin did the stadiums. That's uh, the only Smothers Brothers writer I, I can recall. I think it was like, uh, who's the guy? Rob. Uh, who's the guy that made all the romantic comedies? Oh, Rob Reiner? I think like Rob Reiner. Okay. Like, like a lot of his stories are like, yeah, and I just like saw it on TV, so I wrote a letter. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, come on down to the set. Like that is such a, you and you hear these stories all That's the time. True. Like, you know, nowadays, like the idea that we could relate to that in any way is insane. But you're yeah. right. At these buildings, Viacom, they see MTV on the outside. Mm-hmm. They do have to deal with people that just show up and are crazy. Yeah. So I guess that's the empathetic way to look at the doorman that goes, I've seen everything. Just give me an idea. But sh- but when you know there's an audition, when everyone's yeah. in line and they're all <laughs> like, you know, it's like, why do I get the, the do, pushback? Is it, is it racist? Is, 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 do you feel that way? I, I mean... No, because black doormen do it too. <laughs> it's not. I, I don't. Not I don't. Yeah. Okay. It's, like, it's, it's. I don't think it's racist as much as it's just it's doorman. Yeah, the and doorman it, people. It, it might be a a youth thing. I think, especially when That's I was fair. younger, I had a, a more youthful look, and mm-hmm. they were like, "This guy's not supposed to be no. here." What but. are you delivering? What's in your pockets? <laughs> But that's annoying. Yeah, it's, it's annoying. annoying. Like, because and then you're like, after it happens a million times, you go, okay, I gotta prepare for this song yeah, and dance routine. No, I'm always like, when I'm when I'm in New York and I'm about to go in a building, mm. I'm always prepared for the nonsense. Like, I had a podcast that was in a building, and the guy would do it every time, and it's, I'm like, yo, you, we, you know me. <laughs> You've escorted me to this place. Like, you know. We've done this. Yeah. So the funny part about this building is I'm in a building that, you know, I to me, this play, this building rings very New York building. Okay. Right? Doesn't it mm-hmm. look like it kind of grew from the mm-hmm. New York ground? Mm-hmm. It's not new. And people here, I think, have been living here a long time. The door people here are not dressed in the hat and the mm-hmm. coat. Like, mm-hmm. it's very, like... Some of the door people, I think, actually are like on the board. Like they like picked up an extra gig. Yeah. So there's this one guy, and I'm, you know, you and I, comics, we are off hours people. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. we we ha- we almost have this special relationship with people that kind of work these odd jobs. Like my dad's always like, "Why do these things always happen to you?" I go, "I think I, because it, I'm." Because I don't have to be anywhere. Yeah. You know, because 11 a.m. isn't like a weird time for me to be down by the doorman. Yeah. So I come downstairs and one of the doorman, I think he like lives in the building and he goes, he's got this accent and he goes, he goes, you're always so nice. And I'm like, (laughs) and my first reaction was, I guess people are pretty shitty. Yeah. Because I'm just like normal. I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, nice to see you, whatever. And he goes, you're always so nice. I go, well, thank you. I'm happy. I, I, I hope I'm, I hope people are just being, you know, nice. And he goes, and you dress so wonderfully. And I'm like, 
is this guy hitting on me? <laughs> I was like, I've never been told. Yeah. Like, I'm like wearing this. I'm like, uh, like I was like, my Chicago Bears t shirt. <laughs> it's like, yeah. And, and it's like, so now every day I see him. Now we've gone beyond doorman, live, you know, dweller relationship. Yeah. So now I'm in this weird position where I gotta I gotta give him a big hello, and I'm kind of exhausted by that. Like Ooh. the preparation for the just like in the same way where like you're preparing. Like oh, if I see him, here we go. Yeah. Oh man, I had a job where I had there was a guy. He worked the door, and if you left your badge, he had to let you in. But he wanted to have like a conversation every time so like if you, if i'm leaving my badge that means i'm running late mm. right because mm. if i'm on time there's no way i'm leaving my badge so yeah. i'm already late <laughs> and pressed for time and now this guy wants to have a conversation but it's like one of those people they don't have a conversation they just ask you a bunch of questions hey. so it's kind of like they're just getting a bunch of information from you so how you doing how's your family what part of town do you live in again? well you know it's like all this stuff and it's like yo what is he doing with this information <laughs> also i just gotta get there yeah. like you are the one person yeah. you like you got so much information on right. me <laughs> Also, I'm in the system. I just don't have the the physical proof. I just uh, need to get in that door and I, that dude every time. It's well, it's the problem. You, you almost wonder, like, am I helping them just get through the day? And it's probably like, my helping them get through the day is hurting my day. You've made mm -hmm. my day longer to make your day shorter. Yeah, it's actually very you know it, it's mean. That's true. That's true. And I but I if you want to riff. If you want to have yeah. fun, if you want to play, I'm down for that. But I just don't want the interview questions. I don't want the interview, because I don't like nosy people. I don't like people in my business well, dude, unprompted. I, I get asked to do these podcasts all the time, and instead of the podcast being like, you know, whatever they're fun. You know, we're going to complain with the listeners. Yeah. It's a fun yeah. game we can play. Yeah. You know, we can be funny during that. Sometimes you do a podcast, they go, so where are you from? What got you into comedy? It's like. What are you trying to get at? Yeah. Well, this podcast exists already. I don't need, we don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's get into the show. JTrainPodcast.gmail.com here at Rob Hayes. Go Woo. follow Rob Hayes at Rob Hayes on Instagram. Sherman Showcase, AMC in the fall. You got to follow Rob. So, so funny. Let's go. You ready? First season's on Hulu. Let me just It's on Hulu? That. Yeah. If you want to watch the first season, it's on it's Hulu. It's out now? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Get on Hulu. I'm going to go watch. Yeah, go I watch just it. used Hulu all weekend because the comedy condo had no cable. Oh, man. And they were like, yeah, just stream it to the TV. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I, yeah, people getting lazy. A lot of these places are getting lazy. A lot of these places are are, are cutting cords and I, just, hey, cast it yourself. Yeah, and it's ahead. like, <laughs> I don't want to. You guys used to put HBO on your, on your brochure. I, I want... To put on ESPN and have it running. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah, let Stephen A yell at me in the morning. <laughs> Did you see Stephen A was on with, <laughs> with, with Mad Dog Russo? Do you know who Mad Dog Russo is? The uh, the money guy? No, Ma Mad Mike, money? no, Mike and the Mad Dog were like a radio show okay. in New York City, and they just scream at each other all day. So now they brought him on TV with uh, Stephen A. It is such a loud show now. Oh, it is I gotta like, you got it. I think yeah. it's on Thursdays because I flew, or it was Wednesday. Okay. They brought him on, and they, like, you could tell they love each other. Like, they go way back. They are scree. It is so fucking funny. Man. Okay, we're sponsored people, Rothy's people.
JTRAIN Podcast brought to you by Rothy's. Have you ever seen someone wearing a colorful pair of shoes and thought, dang, those are cute? <laughs> they might have been they might have been Rothy's. Rothy's are the perfect shoe for commuting and traveling. Everyone notices them. They're known for their chic pointed toe flats, but that's just the beginning. They have tons of iconic head-turning designs in bright but sophisticated colors. I will say right now, I have the Rothy's driving shoe. It is good looking. It fit right away. Comfortable. Never had that like behind the heel scab that happens with some shoes. Mm, It's just a good shoe. This is a great Mother's Day gift, a great Father's Day gift. Just a great, great, great shoe that I, I mean, the, the driver's shoe, I have it and it's cool. It's like a camo design. Okay. Which I really like. Plus, Rothy's works uh, great with every outfit. Wear them with yoga pants or dress them up for a night out. They're insanely comfortable, and Rothy's takes sustainability to the next level. All their products are knit with uh, thread made from plastic water bottles. They've repurposed around 125 million bottles so far. Your new favorite shoes are waiting. Discover the versatile styles you can wear absolutely anywhere and get $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash JTrain. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash JTrain for $20 off your first order. Okay, let's get to the emails. You ready? Mm-hmm. Luxury Lounge, buying from targeted ads. Dear J Train and esteemed guest, thank you for the safe space that is the lounge. My luxury complaint comes from targeted ads. Look, I know at this point we are all used to your phone showing you ads for days about the one item that you whispered in your sleep one time and won't let you forget it. But can't they figure out a way to stop showing you the ads once you've succumbed and actually bought the item? I splurged on some obnoxiously expensive cookware because I kept seeing it all, all all over. And now that I bought it, I'm getting even more ads. Like you've won. I did what you asked. No, I don't need another set of $500 pots and pans, so please leave me alone now. What do we think, Rob Hayes? I'm, I'm with this yeah. all day. Whenever I buy something online... Yes. I get an advertisement for it, and it's like, I already did it. I it's like a form of shaming. Yeah, you know, like 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 because none of us are proud for our impulsive purchases, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and most targeted ad purchases are impulsive. Yeah, you looked at it once, you go, I don't need it. Then they go, We'll see. And then they go, You go, I don't need it. And then they go, We'll be back. Yeah. And then you go. Fine, I'll get five hundred dollars in cookware. Yeah, and you go, and now it follows you. Now that you look, what are you a fa- as if I'm a fan mm-hmm. of cookware? Now I, I've wasted so much money recently. I I, I love hats. I'm a I, okay. I like to wear a hat. Okay, but all the hats I wear, I'm like I get annoyed because so you know uh, it'll be Chicago Bears and those uh, bears and they'll yeah, yell yeah. bears at you, and I'm like I need some new hats. There's a hat company. That you can make custom hats. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So now I'm making custom hats. Okay. I made one with my high school on it. Oh, dope. And that was pretty cool. I felt like a nerd because it's like, you know, you don't want to like, it's not like I was like the king of the high school. You know, yeah, I wasn't the prom yeah. king. Like, I, it feels a little weird to be like repping my high school that I like was fine at, you mm-hmm, know, but I was mm-hmm. like, but it's a cool hat. And then I got another one that says Board Lord. Okay. And now I'm getting targeted ads for other custom, custom hat hats. companies. Okay. And I'm like, I don't need this. I don't. I don't need to create a whole, you know, th- you know, the th- th- yeah. th- hat collection. Yeah, <laughs> you don't want. Yeah, you got the hat that you wanted. Yes, and they never, they never think you're satisfied. This is even the worst part. Is they don't have it specific to your phone. Mm. So you have someone over. You, they ask for the Wi-Fi. You oh. give them the Wi-Fi. 
Now they're getting your targeted ads. Wait a minute. This is while, horrifying. While they're over, right? So, yeah. So you buy someone a gift. Now they're seeing, you know, what it is, how much it costs. So you're going to see targeted ads for custom hats. If I if sign you into an, your Wi-Fi yeah. and then I start scrolling, I'm going to start seeing targeted ads so, for custom hats. So, yeah. So, okay, so beware. If you invite Grammy over and she's like, let me use the Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. and then you were looking at vibrators that day, Grammy's yeah. about to get buzz buzz. How do you how do you look at engagement rings and your, That's another your thing. girlfriend yes you know is like now they they start seeing rings so now you know they just puts a pressure cooker you just ignorant you just want to <laughs> know about you know like like it might not be time yet you just want to get more abreast on buying a diamond because it's expensive right, right now there are so many women living with their boyfriends like just sweating yeah because they're, they're like, like oh my god i haven't gotten the targeted ad yeah. yet <laughs> Where's my target? I'm not even getting the ads yet. Or their boyfriend's (laughs) getting them all, and he's like, "Why am I getting?" Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or the girl is starts going crazy (laughs) on the ads, and now the guy's like, "Damn, I'm yo." There needs to be some form of internet that we can like. Listen, I understand. We gotta have ads. Like we live in a world, a capitalistic society. People have to make money. Instagram can only exist if ads exist. So we have the the good with the bad, but we need some way. But I shouldn't have to go in dark mode just to look at stuff I can't afford. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like I should be able like the Internet used to be. You just look at stuff that yeah. you can't afford and then you just you just leave it alone. Yeah. Now, you know, they're like, oh, you, do you want to buy it? Do yeah, you want to buy it? The Internet used to be any fantasy you had. Just type it into just Google. Just type it in. No one's here to judge. And yeah. now it is just a trail of judgment. Yeah. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Rob Hayes at Rob Hayes on Instagram. Go follow, go follow, go follow. We're sponsored, people. Ooh, are we sponsored? Indochino. I love Indochino. This is one of those sponsors that you go, I get it. Okay. Custom mate. Custom mate. I just talked about custom hats. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want something that fits you. Mm-hmm. I'm between a large and an XL and a T-shirt. I'm just between them. Some XLs fit well. Some larges fit well. I never know. But don't you want a shirt that's made for you? That's where Indochino comes in. The J Train Podcast is sponsored by Indochino. No matter what role you're in for the big day, weddings can be stressful. I mean, <coughs> I just had this issue. Nimesh Patel got married. Day before the wedding, I'm like, fuck, my tux doesn't fit. It's black tie optional. I got to make it happen. And you go, and, and, and here's the thing. When you have a, a tux that doesn't fit, it's not look good, look bad. It's feel good, feel bad. Feel like I'm going to split my pants. Yes. The whole night. <laughs> the whole night. You can't even have fun. Yeah. That's where Indo, don't let worrying about what you're going to wear add to the stress. With a custom fitted suit from Indochino, you'll look great, feel confident, and enjoy the big day without fussing over your clothes. Choose every detail on a suit, shirt, or dinner jacket at affordable prices that may surprise you. I love this. I love this. It's affordable. It's going to be comparable to any suit you get off the rack, except it's going to fit you perfectly. 
Come on, people. Every suit is made to your exact measurements and you can customize every detail. Create a suit that fits you and your style perfectly with options for fabrics, lapel, shape, custom monograms, statement linings, and more. The best part, Indochino suits start from just $4.29 and shirts from $79. That's, That's comparable to have it fit you perfectly. Indochino, like if I had the choice between suit that might fit and suit that is made specifically for me. I'm going to go suit that's made for me. Explore their relaxed yet refined approach to spring suits with their new spring pastels. If you've got a big day coming up, get the perfect look. Uh, Getting the perfect look is no big deal with Indochino. Get $50 off any purchase of $3.99 or more by using promo code JTRAIN at Indochino.com. That's $50 off a purchase of $3.99 or more at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code JTRAIN. Here with Rob Hayes. Let's do some more luxury complaints. Luxury lounge. Bread fee. J Training guest. Went to Mastro's. At the start, the waiter said he would bring us some bread. It's a large bread basket with a variety of breads, but it was so much bread we didn't finish it. At the end, they charged us $5 for the bread. Had I known it wasn't free, I wouldn't have gotten it because we didn't even finish it. What do you think, Rob Hayes? They're charging for the bread? At Mastro's. You ever been to that place? No. It's a steakhouse. It's a nice steakhouse. Okay. And here's the issue here. It's the assumption that because you're at a nice steakhouse, you don't care about $5. Yeah. That's the thing. We've all gone to nice restaurants. We've all mm-hmm. gone and had, we've all splurged from time to time. But when you're in the confines of a luxurious place, when these people just assume you have no, you just, they treat you like this person treated them as if they walked in to the restaurant with a cigar that they just lit with a hundred dollar bill. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Bread, five dollars, who cares? You know, that's not how they walked in. They walked in to have a nice meal and they want to have a meal that they actually wanted to buy yeah bread is assumed free too it's weird it's weird when when you go to places and then they charge you for stuff that's free at like places that are way lower you know like the olive garden the bread is unlimited unlimited outback if you want more bread, they'll bring you more bread. With a slab of butter. Slab of butter, big, huge knife. Yes. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. This is a tax on the rich that that they really don't need. Well, I mean, what is the $5 going towards? And I don't want a big bread basket for $5. I want specific i want to like remember yeah, the bread basket yeah. that, that's gotta be a bread basket you know you know when they do like at breakfast places they'll do that where they'll go you know oh our our assortment of of pastries mm-hmm. is like one mm-hmm. of the orders you mm-hmm. can do well i want to know what's in that assortment yeah you know i would have questions if i knew that there was a cost to this bread yeah, no, $5 bread, you got to bring out a table mm-hmm. like they do with desserts. Yes. <laughs> and the table's just got all the different types of bread. Yes. And then you pick what kind of bread you get. Exactly. It has to be, there must be a bread show that I am buying the ticket for. The bread show. Yeah. Bring on the bread show. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Rob Hayes. Luxury Lounge. Voice messages in the text convo. 
This is me. This, this is, is me. I, if I could have sent one, this, this would have been it. Yeah. Get ready. Jared, thank you so much for everything you do. Big fan. All the feathers. Let's get into it. I irrationally hate it when people send audio messages instead of regular text messages with a text thread. I know. I get it. Sometimes people are driving or talking just feels easier or whatever. But I want to be able to quickly look at your text message and respond at my leisure. With voice messages, I have to stop whatever I'm doing so I can listen and then I I either have to respond immediately, take notes and respond later, listen again when I have enough time uh, to absorb everything that's being said and respond, or just ignore the whole thing. My dear friend literally just sent me five back-to-back voice messages. That's approximately three minutes of her talking. You're listening to her podcast. Yeah. I worry she'll be hurt if I ask her to stop, but this is driving me fucking crazy. Rob Hayes, what do you think? I find... no. Okay. I understand there are some people that can't type, right? Fine. This is we are not. This is not about. This those isn't people. to attack them. No. This is not ableist at all. No. This is this is for people who I sent a text message, mm-hmm. right? With with the assumption that maybe I'm multitasking, yes. or maybe I can only. This is my only way of communicating, and then what I get back is a waveform. That I have to click and listen to, yeah. which means, okay, if if it's busy, if I'm at a party, if I'm somewhere, it's loud. You can't now hear. I have to go away. Yes. I have to go to another space because just the to get a response. The assumption is, sorry to interrupt, but the assumption, oh, the assumption is if you type them, hey, what's up? If they got back to you with a voice note, this must be important. Yeah, they, they must be drowning in a well. Yeah, you know they must, you know, be, because you know that's why you go to a different room. You mm-hmm. have to change your whole life to accommodate to them, so they must know that they're making you change your whole life. So it must be an emergency. Yeah, no, th- there's nothing worse than a voice note, and then it's got nothing. Yeah, or <laughs> or it's like I don't even remember what I'm talking about, or something like it's that. Like, that's the worst. The worst and. Sometimes it kind of feels like they don't trust you. Mm-hmm. Like they don't trust you. They think that you're going to be screenshotting stuff. Yeah. There's an element of yeah. that where they're like, oh, I got to be on voice note because I, which, which you can record it, but it does, sure. it does feel like they're protecting themselves. And you're like, who are you? Listen, you're not Ben Affleck. You're no. not, you know, th- th- this conversation isn't going anywhere. I, th- I think there's some people that think that the voice note is the next evolution. And it's not. It's not. No, it's, it's not. a different thing. Call me. Call, call me. me. I love a phone call. See, a phone call at least has a beginning, middle, and end. And there's a mutual, you know, now you have to go and we. there's a mutual inconvenience. Yes, yes, yes. The The voice note puts the inconvenience on someone else. What do you think? You're better than me? Your yeah. time is wor- more worthy than mine? Because that's what it, it does feel like, oh, I get to listen to your podcast. No, I didn't subscribe to this. I didn't subscribe to that. And now I, I am a long voicemail lever. Mm. I do have fun leaving a long voicemail because the assumption is you'll get to it when you get to it. When you see a four-minute voicemail from me, you know, Rob is playing on my phone. Sure. You know, like Rob is just having a good time yeah. on my voicemail. But, but that's the whole point is you're not – it's the immediacy. Mm-hmm. That's really the annoying mm-hmm. part because if you're in a text conversation, it's like boom, 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 ping pong. Yeah. And you get that voice note. You're like, I got to go to another room so that I can get back to this person. And just like the email are said, you have to take notes so you remember 
Yes. What you're getting back to. And then in a group chat, it's, oh, I, it's I, even, I, that's that is a level of narcissism that I can't level. even understand. Because you, even if you hit reply on it and it puts it in the, you can't go back and listen. It's yeah, no, don't don't do it, it unless you got to emergency. Yes, Dri- driving, driving, driving. Sure, if I don't even know how that works, I don't. My my car doesn't. Rec- my car turns my voice into text. Oh, and really? Then sends a text. See, so I don't even know why someone would need that. Yeah, but if maybe maybe driving, maybe you're you don't have the same capability. Mm-hmm. You just okay. can hit one button versus a myriad. Yeah, sure. But other than that, let's let's not no. let's not. Let's it's, make that a separate app. I do think Let's they, make I, the voice messages separate and that, just assume you get to that when you get to it. That is a great point. It sh- the voice messages shouldn't be combined with the text messages. Yeah. That should be a totally different app. You mm-hmm. should open up, oh, I got a new voice message as opposed to a new text. Yeah. You shouldn't think it is one or the other. You should go to one. The text message app is for text messages. The voice message app is for voice messages. Just like the FaceTime has a different little box mm-hmm. than the regular call. I'll sneak a text at work. What I can't do at work is put my headphones in to listen to your <laughs> voice message. No. I J- can't do that. JTrainPodcast at B- gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Rob Hayes. At Rob Hayes. Go follow. Go follow. Go follow. I love this sponsor. Framebridge people. Ooh, the J Train is po- uh, sponsored by Framebridge. Framebridge makes it super easy and affordable to frame your favorite things from art prints and posters to all those travel photos sitting on your phone. When With Father's Day around the corner, Framebridge also makes the perfect gift. In fact, select gi- uh, gifts ship next day. Let me tell you what I do with uh, Framebridge. Rob, you've done The Tonight Show. Mm-hmm. They give you the cue cards. Yeah. I went to Framebridge... I got my cue cards all framed up, sent to my parents. Fun gift. It was oh, like that's a that's great. Yeah. And it was easy. And they have they have actual locations that you can go to in your cities. You can also just send it in. It's all great. Just go to framebridge.com and upload your photo, or they'll send you packaging to safely mail in any physical pieces. You can preview your items online in dozens of frame styles and gallery wall layouts. Just choose your favorite or you get free recommendations from their designers. Their experts will custom frame your item and deliver your finished piece ready to hang. Instead of the hundreds you'd pay at a framing store, prices start at $39 and all shipping is free. Order online at framebridge.com or stop by a Framebridge store to work with a designer in person. That's what I did. New York, D.C., Atlanta, Philly, Boston, or Chicago. Get started today. Frame your photos or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com. Use promo code JTRAIN to save an additional Additional 15% off your order, uh, your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code JTRAIN, framebridge.com, promo code JTRAIN for 15% off your first order. Okay. Here with Rob Hayes, at Rob Hayes. Go follow, go follow, go watch season one. Mm-hmm. See, it's on Hulu. Season one's on Hulu. We also did a Black History Month special <coughs> in June. Uh, that's what, so they so you were on IFC mm-hmm. and then they're like we're moving to AMC yeah we got we got picked up for a second season and I love not it. only that they moved it to AMC American movie classics yeah in your hotel room Sherman's showcase <laughs> <laughs> the Mario Lopez mm-hmm. of of TV over here okay ready luxury lounge is frozen pizza a vegetable 
Jared writing in with an extremely bratty complaint that truly cannot be voiced anywhere but the safe space. Okay, so I have COVID. So I've been isolating alone in my apartment for the past few days, which means I obviously haven't been able to go out to get groceries. Earlier today, my mom offered to pick up some groceries and asked what I needed. So I sent her a list, which included toilet paper, some vegetables, plain yogurt, which I also used to cook and bake with, and oak milk. But when she dropped off the goods, the only thing from my list that made the cut was the toilet paper, not a vegetable in sight. Instead, I got strawberry yogurt a frozen pizza, and 3% milk. In her defense... (laughs) 3% milk could not be more opposite than oat milk. (laughs) (laughs) Like the idea that like, you know, it's such a mom thing. Yeah. I don't don't know what oat is. Maybe maybe it's in one of these percents. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Such an insane thing. I drink 2%. Maybe the other percent is oat. That's... (laughs) I've been one percent away from oat my yeah. whole life. Yeah, <laughs> I, um, and three percent. In her defense, it is Easter Sunday, so lots of stores are closed. However, I would honestly rather not have this food in my tiny apartment fridge slash freezer that I realistically won't eat. So now, not only do I need uh, still need groceries, I'm also stressed out about having yogurt and milk that's going to go bad as well. Well, we hope they get well from COVID. I understand the complaint. Yeah. It's like you gave a list. Mm-hmm. And it's like they looked at the list and they were like, da. Yeah. <laughs> I'll know, do like, whatever. Yeah. Because, I mean, I, the difference between plain yogurt and strawberry yogurt, because you can turn plain yogurt into anything. A lot. You can make a parfait. Yes. You can use it to cook with. Yes. You can make, you know, you can make. I've made plain yogurt pancakes. Really? I've used pancakes. It you is- know. It's a base. Yeah, yeah, it's a base. Yeah. So now you you've committed me to strawberry that can really only be eaten like I'm in the Activia commercial. Like yeah, you know, like this is a snack. Maybe for, uh, you know for a woman you know from another from the nineties. Maybe you could put nuts in it. That's maybe it. you know maybe you put strawberries in it like like those peanut butter commercials where they put the peanut on a sandwich and then the peanut butter on there and I'm like who's eating that peanut sandwich who's doing that right, they spread the peanut they spread the peanut and yeah. then they put the peanut butter like this is butter for the peanuts yeah no. like who I don't know who eats that but yeah no the, it, and it's also you can't trust your mom anymore. You know, your mom. The person that introduced you to grocery lists. Right. Your mom, that, that is exactly right. That's where the grocery list starts with your mom. And she can't follow the simple list. She, You know a mom knows her way around a grocery store. She looked at your list and said, this woman's out of her fucking mind. Yeah. And she said, no, <laughs> this isn't the daughter. The daughter I raise, I have a, di- no, we are going in another direction. You don't know what you want for yourself as an adult is what she's saying. Your mom doesn't trust you. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com here with Rob Hayes. Luxury Lounge. Friend ate all my fries. J-Train, I recently went out to lunch with friends for my friend's birthday. I ordered a burger with fries. My friend ordered nothing because she wasn't hungry. Oh, oh boy. Man. This is... Uh, that is, a, that is, is a move right there. I see where this is going. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I get my meal and my friend goes, can I steal a fry? I say, absolutely, go for it. But then she continues to take fry after fry after fry after fry. It was insane. She literally ate more fries than me, and she kept acknowledging, wow, I can't stop eating your fries. Order your own fries. I should have said something, but felt so uncomfortable. How do I politely tell my friend to back off of my fries? 
This is horrible. Yeah. I I mean that was my move. That's that your move. was that you know like that was my move. Okay. Now I I'll get my own fries. This is I've well this come up in the world. Well, but. this is a this is a high school cafeteria move. Yeah, no, I would always ask for one fry, yeah. one tot, and it'd be like, Rob, you crazy man, yeah. get, get some more. And I'm like, all right, Fine. all right, yeah. Well, that, in the cafeteria, mm-hmm. it makes sense. You brought a lunch. You 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 you're in your parents packed you a lunch. Mm-hmm. You're in loser town. Mm-hmm. Your friend is in Hollywood with their tots. Yeah, and you're like. Let me just get one. Let me get it. Give me, give me my fix. Yeah, yeah. And then you go, okay, we'll, we'll keep moving along. This is a desperate situation mm-hmm. because bringing a lunch versus buying a lunch, you don't have the cash on you. Sure. Different. We are now adults. Mm-hmm. To come to a meal, I'm not eating. Make this weird proclamation, which is actually a judgment on everyone else at the dinner. Everyone else is like, I'm gonna, so you, you got a burger and fries and your friend got nothing? That yeah. is judgy. Mm-hmm. Okay? So now they've judged you. Now they're skinny mini. They didn't order anything, but they're going to have one fry. And then they, you go, oh, yeah, I have one fry. You Listen, you look like you, you, you haven't eaten anything. Now they keep taking fries. And then what bothers me most of all is this, when they say, oh, I, I'm eating all your fries. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you know what's going on. Yeah, you know what's going on. You you you're aware mm-hmm, enough to mm-hmm. say I'm eating all the fries. So you should also be aware enough to order another side of fries you for us both to split again. Yes, yes. Somebody eats all your fries. You got. It's on you to order more fries, and with the quickness. Yes. Because now they got to they got to drop those fries, bring them out. Before everybody's done eating, exactly. It, it is. It, it's like when someone's like, "Oh, I'm, I, I." Some people don't get my jokes, so you're aware that you're bombing mm-hmm. and that people think you're an asshole, mm-hmm. and you're doing nothing to fix this. Yeah, those jokes aren't for those people, man. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're not jokes. Maybe yeah. they were statements. They're inside jokes. J keep them on the inside. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Here with Rob Hayes at Rob Hayes on Instagram. Go, 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 go. Follow immediately. Luxury Lounge feather-filled pillows. All the feathers to my favorite podcast. Speaking of feathers, do you like getting stabbed all over your body and face while you sleep? Do you like finding loose feathers in your hair and pajamas? Do you like waking up in the morning groggy and dazed and having a mild heart attack from seeing a huge brown feather on your bed or floor and thinking it's one of those creepy crawler insects? If so, feather-filled pillows are for you. Boy, I felt like I'm doing an ad. Um, since I was a kid, I've been spoiled by the comfort of down pillows, and now they are a nemesis I just can't shake. My slumber is too important, and the only pillows I can't stand over are overfilled, fluffy, never going flat, cost as much as mortgage down pillows. The madness mentioned above is just my cross to bear, but I bring this to you and the listeners. Thank you for your service. What do you think, Rob Hayes? First of all, I, I learned something. Yes. I didn't know they put brown feathers in pillows i didn't know that either i've only seen pillows like feathered pillows on tv where they have the pillow fight it <laughs> busts open all the feathers come out didn't know there's just any kind of bird feathers just going in there there's 
<laughs> I didn't realize. <laughs> yeah, I always thought they only had like the the white feathers that go everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I thought they murdered doves. I didn't know there were like <laughs> other birds. Yeah, feathers going in these feather pillows. Yeah, I didn't know ducklings were also getting involved <laughs> yeah. and mallards and things of that nature. Yeah. Down pillow. I yeah, this I'm very ignorant to this, but I would I would be annoyed given the reputation that they have for busting open in a pillow fight, mm. you would think by now they would make it so that the pillow the feathers don't escape. Yes. It it is it is wild to me that you are spending the most amount of money to have, you know, the murdered bird pillows. Mm-hmm. And then little pokers. I've had this before. They and it always surprises you because it's at your most relaxed moment. Mm-hmm. You'll be laying on a pillow. Then all of a sudden, the little you know the the end of the feather will just poke on through, and it gets you like on the nose or on the cheek, and you're like almost it hurts even more. Yeah, because you're in a relaxed state. You're not ready for this. You didn't, you know, it's one thing when you get pricked at the doctor, right? You know, when they're giving you a shot, you go, I'm prepared for the shot. But this is, well, during your sleep, during your nap. And then what happens is because when you are sleeping, you adjust. Mm -hmm. So you'll be in a comfortable space and then you'll go, I'm going to turn over to my left cheek. And then, ah, stabbed. And it's like, this is not what we paid for. Poke through a pillow, that's motel stuff. Just not. Absolutely. <laughs> it's not what I expected. At the Ritz, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We got two more. We got time for two more, Shelby. Let's do two more. We're here with Rob Hayes, at Rob Hayes on Instagram. Luxury Lounge, no coffee at the office. Mm. I mean, that's not an office. Feather, feather, love everything you do. I work for a very large retail chain that everyone would know in their corporate office in a large city, and they have no coffee in the office. We started going back to the office one day a week, a few weeks ago, and they only had nasty pot coffee the first day back, but everyone was going around saying that it was the last of it. I later learned that the directors of each department are responsible for providing coffee for their teams to use in these outdated coffee pots, but no one has been given a budget to purchase the coffee for their team yet, so the office has zero caffeine. To make matters worse, the office building's food court is under construction, so if we went to Starbucks, if we want Starbucks or any other coffee chain, we want we have to walk con- uh we have to walk construction, so if we want, st- uh, we have to walk about ten minutes to the nearest one. As if going back to the office wasn't hard enough adjustment, now getting a morning or afternoon coffee is a whole ordeal. The company made billions of dollars last year, yet they can't provide coffee for their employees. Come on, what do you think, Rob? Has? Well, I mean that that's part of that pandemic laziness. Yes, like like people like. They were able to get their own coffee when they were working from home. Mm-hmm. Get your own coffee. That's messed up. They should have, if if I'm this company, mm-hmm. you want goodwill. You yeah. want people. I don't think you want people com- to be awake, awake, happy to go to work. I mean, I do think people are like they're going in one day a week. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that one day a week is kind of fun, a good change yeah. of pace. Yeah. I, listen, I don't mean to sound like you know, management here, but like one day a week where you get like, even when we tape this podcast one day, one day a week, it's like, okay, get a podcast in. We did something different. We got to use our brains in a, a way that had variability. It wasn't just the mm-hmm. same monotonous thing. So at first you're kind of excited about this one day a week thing. And then you get there and they're like, we don't have money for coffee. And you go, 
come on. Come on. I got myself pumped up for this. Mm-hmm. I'm the worker bee. Yeah. I'm here getting excited about a job that you can't even get excited about me coming back. They should have came back to a gift bag that included a Starbucks card that had $30 on it to be like, hey, we got no coffee. We're going to figure it out. But for now, enjoy this Starbucks card. Yeah. Wouldn't you, as a worker at that company, go, wow, they care about me? Yeah. They I mean, thought about me. This is an HR problem. Their HR department, the whole department should be mm-hmm. fucking fine. Everyone, if they got a box, if you got you a complaint box, everyone should write in about the yes. coffee. They should get coffee and they should get the bread show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we want a bread cart. <laughs> we want a bread cart. The bread show from, yeah, from yeah, Ma- absolutely. Maestro's, Bring was it? it? Yeah, we want the Mastro's bread yeah, cart. The Mastro's bread cart. Hire a guy mm-hmm. to walk around with the cart, just handing out different bread selections. Yeah, I like that. To go with the coffee. But this is the thing. These offices, they act like you should be thankful to go back into an office. No, they should be thankful. Yeah. That you're traveling through the midst of a pandemic to come into this job at a, a place that they've made billions of dollars. And it, one day a week, that means you're off your routine. That's that means right. That now the job is the day that you, that's different. Yes. So you would want people to feel comfortable and be alert and on top of it because they got one day that they're there. Absolutely. If anything, this shows how little your company cares about you. Yeah. It, it, it makes me feel like the company's like, you guys are spending time not working, getting coffee, get to work. <laughs> yeah. That's what it feels like. Yeah, get right. to work. Yeah, right. Yeah. You've had enough play time during your pandemic with a global airborne sickness. You guys have been slacking enough. Get on, put on a belt. You're going to work. Yeah, yeah. it does feel like that. Put the mug down. Pick up a mouse. <laughs> J Train Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more. At Rob Hayes. Go follow Rob. So hilarious. Craft cocktails with zero craft. Well, Jared, you've lined up. You've, well, Jared, you've livened up enough of my commute that I figured I should take a shot at contributing. Okay. The outline of this complaint is simple. I hate it when bars or restaurants decide to style themselves as serving craft cocktails that are actually just serving minor and bad variations on classic cocktails. There are two problems here. The first is that these cocktails have no craft to them. They are often slight tweaks on an already established cocktail that requires no creativity and present no new experience. The second is that they often ruin the whole point of the cocktail they are modifying by the by way of example, I ordered an old fashioned from an upscale bar and it came with a candied peach in it. When I complained, I was told that their take on an old fashioned was this. In a drink that is supposed <laughs> to showcase the whiskey, I got a version that showcased a peach snapple. This shit is an ep- epidemic and must be stopped. What do we think? Yeah, no, they they put old people candy in the old fashioned. <laughs> And so, then thought, well, if they called it an old people fashion, we yeah, go okay, yeah, yeah. But it's a, I, I don't okay. I, so a craft cocktail is that means they they switch something. I guess the this person has taken craft cocktail very seriously. The, yeah, the wording mm-hmm. and to to mean someone is crafting a cocktail for you that is a invention okay so i guess it's like going to a comedy club and the headliner tells street jokes instead of their own jokes is Mm -hmm. you know you would go well hold on i came to see the comic and then he told jokes 
from the Borscht Belt that I've heard before. You know, yeah, so yeah. I guess that's the complaint here. I agree the craft cocktail bars have gotten out of control for a different reason. It's the people who work there. Okay. It, it, it seems as though these craft cocktail places are just venues for the bartenders to dress up in a way that makes them like the hot person. Okay. You know, like mm-hmm. they have to, they, you know, they dress in a way that you're like, they're kind of in costume, but you can tell they like the costume they put on. Yeah. You know, it's like the white shirt that they rolled up the sleeves and they have mm-hmm. a suspender on and they get to, you know, no one can make fun of them because it's like, oh, you think that's the uniform of the craft cocktail maker. Yeah. But they're just, they should be made fun of. Yeah, they chose that. Yeah, they chose that. They mm-hmm. wanted to, they didn't, no one told them to put pomade in their hair and slick it like it's the 1920s. Yeah. But they're doing it. I, um, like, I feel like, if you're going to make something, you got to believe in it. Mm. You got to drink it. And, and you know, like the best is when somebody makes something that they like. So when you say to like the bartender, like, hey, what's a good drink? And they go, I got you. Yeah. This is what yeah, I, yeah, I this like is that. This is what I like. You know, this is what tastes good to me. Because I like to me, I don't like fast food out mm. here because in New York, because I feel like no one out here has had good fast food. That's so they don't believe in the fast food. Mm. So then, the, of course, it's going to be sloppy because they've they've never had good fast food. That's an interesting thought on it because I've never, like, yeah, no one here cares about their fast food. No yeah, one's like there's, a, there's no, you know, there's no Northeast fast food place that we take seriously mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like you're from atlanta i'm from atlanta what would be the fast food like what's what's the place i would say uh we got when we got cookout it was serious business people from take the cookout. carolinas yes yeah cookout is a great spot mm-hmm. and you can smell the grills you at can cookout. smell the grills yeah you uh, a hush puppy uh, or a, a corn dog could be a side if you want it to yes. be a side. Mm. Like it's it's, it's wild. Uh, that is interesting. That the care index. Mm-hmm. It's almost mm-hmm. like you know because I, you know, you you got me thinking. I was like, what's the northeast fast food? If anything, there's localized fast food that yeah. never made it bigger. Like. I'm from uh, outside of Boston. We had like D'Angelo Subs. Okay, like that okay. was like, a, but that was like a pretty good sub place. Yeah, you know, like I would go there and go, okay, this is you know, get the number nine at D'Angelo. You're like, you're good to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it never made it beyond the New England area, so it doesn't have this like, you know, I I think people get this like with In and Out, you know, people feel an ownership over it. Yeah, no, I, I'm convinced everyone loves their trash. Like everyone, yes. like 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 if you grew up with something, yeah, you know you love it. And when people who didn't grow up with it, they'll get sick immediately. Yes, but like if you grew up with it, like like everyone has their regional thing. Like I went to Nebraska; they mm. got the Runza. Have you ever had, had that? that? No, it's like a like a. Um, a burger, but it's like made in uh, in bread, and it's got onions and okay. all kind of stuff. And it's uh, I don't know what if it's German or what what country, but it's it's some kind of foreign thing okay. that, that was brought to Nebraska. Yeah, Nebraska people love it. Mm. That's their thing. That's their Philly cheesesteak. Okay, but it's kind of fast foody. Tore my stomach up. Yeah, you couldn't do it. Could not do. Yeah, it. Yeah, no, no, I. 
I'm trying to think of like another like I've tried I, anywhere I go. I like what's the thing? Mm -hmm. You want to have the thing. You want to have the thing. And you, I, I remember where did I go? Oh, poutine. They, poutine that would kill me. Yeah. Uh, when I went to Cincinnati, people were like I had someone skyline skyline chili. They yeah. go. There was a woman that came on stage, and I was like, I'm gonna go to skyline. <laughs> she came on <laughs> stage. Her up. Yeah. Well, I took a picture with her, and she goes, "It was after the show." And I go, oh, "Yeah, I'm gonna okay. go to skyline." <laughs> I'm gonna go to skyline. Like, I thought you like during your stage, it's like, "Hey, hey, I got. Hey, you gotta go to skyline. I'll, I'll get off the stage soon, but <laughs> I gotta make sure you do one thing. I don't mean to interrupt. You know, like, hey, the show's going going well, but you yeah. gotta try this chili. They're very passionate. <laughs> They're very passionate. So uh, after the show, we're taking a picture, and she goes. I go, yeah, I'm going to go to Skyline tomorrow. She goes, don't do it. She goes, I'm not from here. It's going to kill you. Your stomach okay. is not going to make it. And I go, thank you. And I didn't do it. I was like, and I'm, now I'm like wondering what it would have been. And another place, where was I? Um, I'll do it and regret it. I'll yeah, do Skyline just to and, know. and regret it. Or... Um, I would go to Culver's when I'm in in the Midwest. Culver's is good, but like, but, but I'm just I, getting the ice cream. One time I overdid it. You, What'd you, you get? You either get custard or you get the cheese curds. You do them both. You, you do go, you're gonna explode. <laughs> That's a recipe for disaster. <laughs> Wait, you felt sick after custard and cheese curds? Come on, really? I, yeah, I was tripping. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Rob Hayes. What a pleasure. Thank yeah. you so much for coming in the lounge. Thanks for having me. It was, it was so fantastic. Much so much fun. Everyone go follow Rob at Rob Hayes on Instagram. Um, the show, uh, Sherman Showcase, it is on Hulu right now. So go watch it. Go get into it. Season two on AMC and all your hotel rooms. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. Keep spreading the word. Keep sending your emails. We'll be back next week. Boom.